Welcome to the manor. Welcome back to the Twin Tears Macabre Manor of now for something completely different. I am fish slapping James. And I am Ministry of Funny Walks Jody. <laughs> Speaking of, it, it'll be too late when this comes out, but for next year, the day we record this in two days is the International Day of Silly Walks. Oh, yeah. I, I saw something about that the other day. Yeah. And, and I know this because it's also the same day as my birthday. Ah. Yeah, you share yeah, happy birthday. early birthday. Yeah, thanks. You share a birthday with Paul McCartney. I share a birthday with John Cleese's top three skits. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The episode we're doing has to do with multiple things. Uh-huh. And by multiple, I mean two, but that's a multiple. It is. But before we get there, are you having a drink? Does it have to do with what I told you we're going to record about? Mm, it, I am, but marginally. I, I, I did the closest thing. Like, Well, I, I could have gone one closer, but I was saving that one for something else. Hey, love the one you're with. Um, so the Irish Red Ale. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's, that's not, that's, that is adjacent, but not. <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of those Advent beers. I, I oh, saw yeah. that you've yeah. you've had yours. I, I'm still behind on mine because I haven't. Well, um, you yeah took a break for uh, antibiotics, and no, wasn't STDs. No, this time. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> wait. I'm not sure which right you're really, like which direction. So. <laughs> That's. I'll be vague about that. <laughs> Intentionally, we demand rigidly defined areas of vagueness. <laughs> but cool cool it's a good beer i liked it yeah i saw that you rated it a little higher than i did but yeah and again subjective could have been the food i ate the hiking i did the beers i had or no beers before you know yeah, it's hard yeah. to tell i don't know i i like i like irish reds but they um i don't know i i always expect them to be more flavorful than they actually are so it's, it's good i am enjoying it yeah, it's good yeah so what are you having I am having something that is completely accurate for the episode and anti-merging with the time of year. Okay. I'm having Hendrix gin. Appropriate. Yeah, I, I actually was thinking I should probably have some gin, but we don't have any. <laughs> uh, I've got three, and I thought, well, I know I've got one in the fridge, and if I'm going to have it straight, I want it a little coldish, you know. Yeah. And, the, and here's where it doesn't match with the season. The one I have in the fridge, I do uh, have a, a midwinter version, but I am drinking the cooler fridge midsummer solstice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's actually my favorite, though. I even like the flavors. I like a little better than their midwinter version. Cool. It's good. It's Hendrix? Hendrix, yeah. I'll have to look for that. It's really good. It's my, it's my favorite gin producer, although my one of my brothers did get one called a gunpowder gin from ireland okay and i got to try it and it is really good too do they age it in gunpowder barrels it certainly didn't taste that way but i did have explosive diarrhea no (laughs) (laughs) oversharing (laughs) anyway should we move on yes yes we should Oh, sorry. I just took my first actual drink and it's straight. Now, first one hits you a little bit. It's straight. Unlike Graham Chapman. 
bastard. (laughs) (coughs) Who was fond of gin? (laughs) Shut your hole, you fitted pile. (laughs) Uh, Fucker. That was that was that was good. (laughs) All right. So so on with the topic. We, we knew we needed to record something to come out. And I, I've had my notes for Monty Python's fourth series for a while. Yeah. I have, somewhere I have notes for the episodes. <laughs> I just don't know where they went when I moved. So, I um, yeah, I may have to write some. I may have to watch series four again and write some new notes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's okay for multiple yeah. reasons. Yeah. One is typically we, we do it where I have some background. Yeah. And then we do something, you know, whether we do it together, separate, but so we'll do separate, maybe. Uh-huh. Then, as I was doing this, I realized that today, because I saw on social media, today is the 42nd anniversary of uh-huh. the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy TV series. Yeah. And we've already talked about it. I, I don't think we're, I don't have plans to do an episode about it specifically, other than what we've done the past two or three years. So if, if Jody would like to, he's welcome to. Um, okay. No, but I will, if, if we ever do talk about it, I will give my thoughts on it then. Cool. Well, I mean, we have, we've actually both talked about it quite a bit. Mm, well, yeah. Because uh, we did, uh, we did the 42nd anniversary of the original back mm-hmm. in 2020. And then the 42nd anniversary of the secondary phase last year, year before. Yeah. Um, actually, I think year before, because last year for Tal Day, we did the music of Hitchhiker's Guide. Yes. Um, yeah, we, we've already talked about it, so I wasn't going to go into more. Okay. But I will, if, if Jody wants to. Not right now. Cool. Because today, I thought, <laughs> we're going to do Monty Python. Mm-hmm. And the Jen and Graham Chapman and, and everything. Yeah. But with that, I'm going to give my... Because in the fourth series, Douglas Adams actually intersected with Monty Python. And for the fourth series, I already had these notes ready to go to fit in with different things. And I thought, you know, fuck it. Let's just do that. Sounds good. All right. So some background. Mm -hmm. Douglas Adams. Some of his early work appeared on BBC Two television in 1974 in an edited version of the Footlights Review that year. A version of the review performed live in London's West End led to Adams being discovered by Monty Python's Graham Chapman. Yeah. In Sajin that Jody and I have already talked about in previous Monty Python episodes. So if you don't know what we're talking about, how much Graham loved Jen, go back and listen to those. I bet it was a lot. If we talk about that too. If you want to know how much, go back and listen <laughs> to those episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the two formed a brief writing partnership and Adams earned a writing credit in one episode. Uh, which when we do series four, you'll you'll hear again, but as episode 45, the party political broadcast on behalf of the Liberal Party 1982. Okay. It was a sketch called Patient Abuse. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that one when we get there. But he was one of only two people outside the other being Neil Innes, who we have talked about. Yeah. Who got a writing episode, writing credit, rather, mm-hmm. besides the original six Monty Python members. Yeah. Yeah, well, what it is, a man who'd been stabbed by a nurse arrived at his doctor's office bleeding from the stomach. The doctor asked him to fill out numerous senseless forms before he will administer treatment. A joke later incorporated into the Vogon's obsession with paperwork. <laughs> yeah. 
So that, that adds to the Adams part besides what we'll get to. Uh, but also Adams contributed to a sketch on the album, The Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Which, really? Yes, but I will talk about that when we get to that album, when we talk about Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which I think will be our next one because we're doing this one before the 50th anniversary so we can get to the Holy Grail. Okay. Yeah, I guess I should say for series four, we will, we're going to be doing this in uh, like the 48th anniversary, I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have a quote from Jones, Terry, Terry Jones. Okay. He says, I'm going to be reminiscing about how Douglas nearly killed all the pythons when we all piled into his minivan and he drove up the wrong ramp of a motorway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jones said he first met Adams around 1974 when Adams uh -huh. began co-writing Monty Python sketches with Graham Chapman after the departure of John Cleese, which we've already mentioned and we'll talk more about in the main series four episodes. Okay. Adams even made some appearances in the fourth series of the cult comedy show because you can see him loading a missile into the back of a cart, recalls Jones. And he also appears as a surgeon looking intently into the camera. So something to look for in series four. You, you can't really see him very well because in one, he's a surgeon with a mask on and the other, he's just loading shit like, you know, a, a person. Yeah. But uh, their friendship developed over a shared interest in real ale, which I alluded to knowing I'd already made these notes when we talked in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the campaign for real time, that it corresponds yeah. to camera, the campaign for real ale. Cool. Yeah, which is a thing in Britain where... They were losing their roots of ale where they had them in the firkins and, and, and stuff. And they're like the nice, not freezing cold, but the like cellar temp beer that I love. Yeah. Uh, I, I should probably stop talking before I go on a rave about that. <laughs> yes. Stick to the subject. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, pot. I'm the kettle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so their friendship developed over the real ale, which led to Jones being one of the first people to hear the radio version of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in 1978. Oh, very cool. Yeah, hence our 42nd anniversary, which is a number that's important there three years ago in 2020. And regarding Hitchhiker's success, again, Jones, Mike Palin and I, we're supposed to be writing ripping yarns but we got a phone call from douglas asking to come to the bbc to a, listen to a tape of the show we got a bit anxious as we realized the producer jeffrey perkins and douglas were looking at us the whole time for any sign of amusement <laughs> nice <laughs> then they put on the second episode and the third at which point we said we had to leave as we walked away from the bbc i said well that was quite funny wasn't it <laughs> I can actually picture those two also. <laughs> I can too, yeah. That's oh. funny. And then I can move It was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and there's Douglas and Perkins just going, did, did they like it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, if the Pythons think it's funny, it's great, but they didn't smirk. Oh, man. Cleese, I've got some little things on Cleese here. Uh-huh. Who said he met Douglas two or three times. And I was introduced to him on one occasion, I remember, and I noticed how tall he was. About four days later, and, and this is Cleese, the tallest of the pythons. Yeah. About four days later, I went to a party, 
Graham Chapman was there, I remember. And suddenly Douglas appeared and we had a long chat. But what surprised me was that he was towering above me. Now, I'm six, four and a half. <laughs> yeah. Quite, I was quite surprised to see how he'd grown because Adams is six foot five. Um, but anyway, I noticed after we'd been chatting for some time that he was wearing four inch heels. <laughs> I was thinking that this is very bizarre. I've never met a very tall man who wore high heels before. (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) But but I didn't like to ask him because I didn't know if it was a joke or what. (laughs) (laughs) And I subsequently knew him a bit. He asked me to do a voice for his computer game for which he had great hopes. Apparently his friends in the computer business told him that the time of that type of game had passed. And he put an enormous amount of work into it. In fact, I think he'd done so much work that he was unable to pay me for doing the voice of the bomb, but I did it anyway in exchange for a Chinese meal. (laughs) You know, actually, Cleese didn't say what game it was. I am assuming... Oh, hey, look, do I have a link in my notes here? I'm assuming it's Starship Titanic and not The Hitchhiker's Guide. Uh, Yeah, Starship Titanic. Okay, cool. So so Cleese has a bit now, and that is something Terry Jones helped Douglas write. Awesome. But the uh, last bit was his most notable interaction with the Pythons was that with Graham Chapman, with whom Adams collaborated on a number of interesting projects that never got off the ground. Although I'm still hoping that the Adams Chapman pin script intended for Ringo Starr resurfaces one of these days. That would be cool. Would. Uh, Later in his career, Adams, oh, here we go. Adams enlisted the help of Python pal Terry Jones to novelize his Starship Titanic computer game. Nice. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my my interaction of Adams on this, the 42nd anniversary of the TV series of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy with our upcoming Money Python series, Four Notes. Cool. And I don't know if you have anything to add before we make this I, a short or long episode. I do not. Very cool. In that case, I'm going to try to convince Jody to do another episode tonight, but we should let you go before we talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I would just simply like to say that on behalf of the terrors, we demand rigidly defined areas of doubt and uncertainty. Yeah. What James said. Yeah. Or, you know, broom fondle. Fondle your own broom. I would have had magic thighs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we start talking about magic thighs and ball pits. Yes. (laughs) We should let y'all go after telling you to share us, rate us, review us. Mm Mm-hmm. And Do all that will, stuff. Yeah, all the things. Mm-hmm. Go have an Irish ale like Jody or some gin like James. Yeah. And then review us so you're in a better mood. <laughs> yes. On that note of a gin glass. Uh-huh. Ah, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> or I heard what you did there. Heard. Listen, you smell something? <laughs> My coworker just started randomly singing the Ghostbusters theme song today. I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's because it's a good song that he ripped off. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. <laughs> I'm not even going any further. I'm just going to say I'm James. <laughs> I'm Jody, and we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. I wish I could find that another plant like that with those peppers because those were good you should and you should call it robert
I remember one of the VJs on MTV did that back in the 80s. This is my plant. His name's Robert. I wanted to reach you to screen and fucking choking. Well, at least that was kind of humorous and like Ed Zeppelin. Yeah. Fucking dingus. Right, I'm ready whenever you are. We, we both right. got quiet for two seconds, which is an amazing damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're over, over sharing would be talking about how it looked like a cue. When it, no. <laughs> oh, man. Capital or lowercase? Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to take me a quick little sip of gin again. Oh, that's good, but whew, that, <laughs> that is rough when you're not expecting it. That's a nice 43.4% right there. 43.4, okay. Tis a mystery that will go down in the agents. Agents? Agents. <laughs> I don't know how Chapman went through all this fucking gin. It's already kicking my ass. <laughs> so I have, a, I have two suggestions on another episode. Uh -huh. Three. Three suggestions. <laughs> <laughs>